Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. You're listening to Bay Curious Prop Fest. It's the most expensive ballot measure in California history, Proposition 22. Or, as you might be calling it, that one about Uber and Lyft. I like the flexibility of driving whenever you want, having your own schedule. We want to be independent contractors, but Uber doesn't treat us like independent contractors. We're not able to set our rate. Right now I'm going to school as my part-time gig to make money. I'm doing Lyft. We're not able to work when we want to. We pretty much have to work when we have to in order to make money. How should app-based drivers be classified? As employees or contractors? Prop 22 asks the public to decide. Today on the show, we'll unpack what difference those classifications make and learn how Prop 22 could impact the future of work. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. KQED reporter Sam Harnett has been covering these gig apps for years now and is here to walk us through Prop 22. Welcome, Sam. Hello, Olivia. So I know there's a lot of layers to this one, and we're going to get into all those, but give us first a brief breakdown. What would Prop 22 do? What are we voting on? So at the highest level, Proposition 22 would exempt a handful of gig app companies like Uber, Lyft, and Instacart from California state labor law, and it would allow those companies to continue classifying their drivers as contractors. And the issue of whether app-based drivers you know, should be considered employees or independent contractors, it really goes back to sort of the beginning of when these apps kind of first came out. What's going on? Sure. So if you go back to the beginning of Uber and Lyft in 2012, they started using this labor model where they they classified their workers as contractors, which means they don't play unemployment insurance. They don't have to pay overtime. Uh, they don't have to pay workers comp. They have way less liability if there's an accident. The whole business model is built on this contractor status, which was legally suspect from the start. So there were lawsuits right in the beginning against these companies. But the companies prevailed and they were able to keep classifying their workers as contractors. Then in 2018, the California Supreme Court came in uh, and they issued what's called the Dynamex decision, which actually wasn't about the gig companies. It was about this independent trucking company 
that was classifying workers as contractors. But anyway, it made it harder for companies to classify workers as contractors. So in 2018, a lot of people thought, okay, now these companies are going to change and start classifying workers as employees. But the companies didn't. So the legislature in 2019 passed uh, a law called AB5, which just codified into law the California Supreme Court Dynamics decision. That became a law in 2020. And a lot of people thought, okay, now Uber, Lyft, Instacart, they're going to classify their workers as employees. But the companies didn't. So then the pandemic happens. Suddenly, you've got tens or hundreds of thousands of workers for these apps that are out of work, but they can't collect unemployment because the companies never paid into the state unemployment fund. So then you had the California attorney general step in and a bunch of city attorneys, and they sued Uber and Lyft. Uh, this was back in May. Uh, and they sued them saying, hey, listen, you're, you're still misclassifying your workers. Meanwhile, Uber, Lyft, Instacart, Postmates, and a bunch of the other gig apps put Proposition 22 on the ballot. And they're betting like, okay, if we can get the voters to pass this proposition, then we can keep operating as, as we were before. Can you explain a little bit more thoroughly, like, what is the difference effectively between an employee and an independent contractor? In America, the only way to get basic protections like unemployment insurance, guaranteed minimum wage, overtime, workers' compensation is to be an employee. If you're a contractor, you don't get any of those protections. That's essentially the difference. Really, the contractor was supposed to be for kind of professionals who were making a ton of money and were deciding to be a contractor because they wanted to, not because they were being forced to be a contractor. But corporations saw that, hey, with this contractor model, we can get out of paying for all these employee benefits and protections, and it's way, way cheaper. So over the last, you know, since the late 70s, companies have been pushing more and more workers from employees into contractor status. It's really just about, do you get guaranteed employee protections or not? Okay. And can we get into like a little bit the nitty gritty of, of 22? What would really change? So Proposition 22 is a carve-out for select companies. And the carve-out is for companies that do transportation or delivery through apps. And if company fits that description, that means they can classify their workers as contractors. And this isn't just like Uber and Lyft, which is what I think people immediately think of, but also like delivery, like DoorDash, Instacart. Postmates. Yep. Anyone Anything, who's in a car. <laughs> yeah, through an app, uh, on a car, on a bike doing delivery or transportation. Okay. The proposition then also has a couple increased perks or benefits for contractors. They can get health subsidies if they drive a certain amount. They can get limited insurance. They also set like a, a, a minimum floor for pay. But the minimum pay is calculated based on engaged hours. This is a really important difference. So it's 120% of minimum wage is going to be guaranteed. But that's only while you're actually engaged in the app. So that means if you're driving for Uber and let's say you don't get a ride for an hour, well, you don't get paid for that hour of driving around, even though you were working. So that's like a really important uh, kind of distinction. And, and I guess what's, what's the thing with Proposition 22 is it's all it all gets very complicated in the details. But basically, if you look at the package, it's going to guarantee a slight improvement to the to, to benefits and protections for the contractors. But it's far short of what you get in employee status. Could other industries be impacted if this passes? It creates this sort of third category that you can bet that corporations are going to go for because they can see a way to make money. And if you remember, Uber and Lyft, you know, started the gig app trend, but Instacart, Postmates, DoorDash 
all these companies followed Uber and Lyft by creating apps to create uh, more jobs that were, were contractor and not employee. So you can bet that a lot of other industries, if they can figure out a way, you know, if trucking can get on an app, you know, maybe there's a way to have uh, warehouse workers uh, work through an app. Uh, this opens the door for more uh, companies to try to find ways to, to fit this model because contractors are way cheaper than employees. Now, what are these companies like Uber, Lyft, Instacart, DoorDash, et cetera? What are their arguments for why people should vote for 22? I'd say the primary argument is this will allow us to keep operating as we were operating. It's basically a pitch to consumers They're saying, hey, you know, you liked Uber and Lyft and Instacart and DoorDash. The second argument they make is, you know, listen, people need work right now. And so you can get work through these apps. We just want to give people work. And it's not our fault that America doesn't have a real safety net. Um, it's not our fault that it's really hard to make it in this country even if you're working full time. The anti side is saying, listen, if you allow these corporations to provide this kind of subpar, substandard work, you're going to erode more of the good jobs that we do have. And you're going to see more and more companies following Uber, Lyft, Instacart down this app route, which means you're going to have more inequality and you're going to have less good jobs. I've seen a lot of arguments that these companies will stop operating in California if this law doesn't pass. Is that a risk here? Well, Uber definitely uh, made it clear that they would temporarily pull out of California. But it's important to remember that Uber, Lyft and other gig companies have threatened to leave whenever they didn't like a regulation in multiple cities and states across the country, in Austin, in New York City, in Chicago, in Seattle and they always came back. In all of those cases, Uber and Lyft would temporarily leave until the regulation was changed back in their favor, and then they've returned. Now, if you look at California, you know, I think what, Olivia, we're like the fifth biggest economy in the world, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's, yep. The idea that they would pull out of California forever, uh, it just doesn't seem very feasible given how big of a market that they are. Now, sort of another sort of, I guess, argument that I've seen out there is not just, okay, we might pull out of California, but also if we have to make everyone employees, fewer people will be able to drive for us because of the additional cost of making them employees. Could we see drivers potentially lose out on opportunity here if this were to fail? Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, shifting to employee status is definitely going to force them to change their business model. They're going to have to do things a little differently. And that might mean they have fewer drivers who then drive more hours. And so some very casual drivers might lose out. Drivers using these apps come down on both sides of Prop 22. Supporters are worried that becoming employees could ultimately take away their flexible work schedules or cause job losses. They also say rates could go up for consumers and service could disappear from lower profit regions. Drivers voting against Prop 22 want the protections that they would get as an employee. They argue a company shouldn't get to write their own labor laws. They also point out that Prop 22 would be difficult to amend or overturn, requiring a 7 eighths vote in the California state legislature or another proposition on a future ballot. The campaign financing on this one is bonkers. What does the money situation look like? Right. So on the pro side, I mean, the people who want this proposition, it's mainly the gig companies. Over $181 million, the most on a California proposition. And if you're watching TV right now, you're probably seeing the ads. I mean, they are flooding the airwaves. Uh, on the against side, uh, it's mostly labor and they've got about $10 million. So it's an 18 to 1 dis disparity between the funding. Well, Sam Harnett, KQD Silicon Valley reporter, thanks. Thanks, Olivia. 
To put a cap on this one, a vote yes says you think app-based driving services should be treated differently from other industries and be allowed to classify their workers as independent contractors rather than employees. A no vote means you think app-based driving services should follow the regulations set out by our existing law. Bay Curious Prop Fest is produced by Katrina Schwartz, Rob Spate, Katie McMurrin, and me, Olivia Allen Price, with a huge assist from the entire KQED newsroom. Our show is made in San Francisco at member-supported KQED. We'll be back tomorrow with an episode on Prop 23, the dialysis prop. See you then. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you, whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks.